Welcome back to Say More Words. I'm so excited that you're here. I have remembered the song of the day, so go me. The song of the day today is What's My Name by Rihanna and Drake. And if you don't say Rihanna like that, I hate that for you. That's how I say it because she's a bad bee. That song came on in my car recently and it just lit my whole ass on fire. I love that song so much. So that's the song of the day. I named today's episode after a question that when I ask it, it makes people super uncomfortable. In fact, when I ask this question, it makes people so uncomfortable that they would much rather tell me about their sex life than they would answer the question. And it is the question, are you happy? I've got lots of props today if you're watching the video. Uh, but I want to start off with a couple of questions that one of my best friends asked me last week. He said, when was the last time you were happy? Will I be happy? What is happy? Have I ever been happy? And I love this topic and I love these questions because they are questions that very rarely do people bring up. We live in a society in which being negative is the norm. Being negative is the equilibrium. If you are that positive person, you are seen as an outcast or you're seen as fake or not real. Uh, I speak that from the depths of my soul because I'm probably one of that most happiest, joy-filled people around. I will hype others up. I will shout it from the rooftops. Uh, that is my equilibrium is that, but people think that I'm fake or you know my life must be a mess behind the scenes or any of these multitude of things that people say when they're uncomfortable with the person in front of them because they're experiencing something that they're not used to experiencing. And happiness and joy is one of those. I fully believe that joy is the principle in which I live my life. I am an Enneagram 7, as we've talked before, and I have that enthusiastic belief for life. But the question, are you happy, plagues people. It is confusing to people. It is sometimes really hard and deep to understand. I was at a conference this weekend and we had the opportunity to hear from Clinton Sparks. If you don't know who Clinton Sparks is, look him up. I had the opportunity to hug and cry and laugh with him one-on-one -on -one after he spoke, which was amazing. Uh, but he spoke on the principle of, are you happy? What in life matters if you are not happy, if you're not pursuing happiness. In fact, he said, I'm gonna read it here. Everyone is chasing multiple streams of income. That is the thing you hear in the business world. You hear it in the world, like chase that multiple streams of income, passive income, Bitcoin, all of those things in order to be successful. And he said, no. He said, multiple, you should be chasing multiple streams of happiness and your multiple streams of income have no choice but to show up. Powerful, powerful, powerful words. So that being said, I wanted to bring out what I call the Bible inside of my office. Uh, not blasphemous, I also have a Bible inside of my office. Uh, but inside of the emotional competency world, I fully believe that Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown is one of the most powerful tools you can have, especially if emotion is not the easiest thing for you to come by, 
if you understand that the emotions are happy, mad, and sad, you need to get this book. Just like any other language that you don't know, if you don't know emotion, emotion is a language. And if you don't have the language to understand emotions or the emotions of those around you, Atlas of the Heart is your book. I bring it out all of the time. It's 87 complex emotions and experiences split up into different categories. It is transformational. I will also tell you that this book and the study of this book is not something you can do quickly. Okay. I tried to do this as a month long book club when I first got it and I emotionally overwhelmed everybody in the book club. So we are going to be doing inside of my company, the evolution collective, we are going to be doing an Atlas of the heart book club. That is a year long so that you have the opportunity to digest the information that you're learning as opposed to just garbling it all down. So Brene Brown, what she has to say about happiness I'm going to read a couple different sections for you. She says, researchers describe happiness as an ambiguous word that has been used historically as an overarching term to describe an entire realm of positive emotion. The vast majority of research we have examines happiness as a trait, part of who we are, not a state of being, something we experience. Looking at the data we, we've collected, I would define the state of happiness as feeling pleasure often related to the immediate environment or current circumstances. Why is, are you happy? Such a hard question for people to answer because they can't conceptualize their current environment, their current reality, and they, and, and what they're surrounded by. So you have to think about if you're scrolling social media, and you're seeing people who have things that you don't want that creates a form of jealousy and resentment. If your current reality is not displaying something that you would potentially want, or or if it's you're kind of in a negative space or things are hard, it's hard to conceptualize happy. It's hard to feel happy uh, because of your current environment and your current circumstances. That's part of the reason why subconscious work is so very important because your subconscious actually helps control how you view your current reality and your current circumstances. So that's, it's, it's kind of a battle happiness for me. And when I talk to people about it, I say that it's, it's kind of a battle between where you want to go, where you currently are and how your subconscious is controlling your views of the world. She goes on to say, we need happy moments and happiness in our lives. However, I'm growing more convinced that the pursuit of happiness may get in the way of deeper, more meaningful experiences like joy and gratitude. Joy and gratitude are some of the most intense, complex, growing emotions and feelings that people often put to the side because sometimes it feels really, it's really vulnerable to be joyful and happy and full of gratitude. It's a vulnerable thing. And so if you fear being controlled, sometimes being in joy and happiness is scary. Also for some trauma people, hey oh, uh, being happy seems unreal. There's a lot of people who also feel that 
because I'm happy now, something's got to give. I'm happy in this moment, something bad's coming based off of their subconscious beliefs and a past reality that when good things happen, bad things happen. We talked about it on one of the episodes before. I'm going to say it again. Just because bad things happen in threes, which is what the common saying is, does not mean that good things don't happen by the thousands. But we focus on the bad three. Because oftentimes, as a society, we put more weight into negativity than we do positivity. We put more weight into sadness and anger than we do into happiness and joy. I had a really great conversation with my friend Andre from Florida State this weekend, and he said that, you know, he he is a liver of life. And because he is a great liver of life, he gets everything that he wants. Abundance is flowing. Prosperity is flowing to him constantly because he is a great liver of life. To be a good liver of life, you have to be able to experience joy continuously and not think that it's going to go away, to not think that you aren't worthy of it. And so let me tell you a little bit about joy because I love the way that Brene Brown describes joy as well. She says, I love thinking of joy as the good mood of the soul. I define joy as an intense feeling of deep spiritual connection, pleasure, and appreciation. Joy pushes the boundaries of our ability to communicate about lived experiences via spoken language. Johnson, a researcher that she she studied, shares that while experiencing joy, we don't lose ourselves. We become more truly ourselves. So are you happy? It's a circumstance. It's the environment that you're in. But I think what people don't mean when they ask, are you happy? They mean, are you filled with joy? Uh, and in order to have happiness, you have to have joy and you have to have gratitude. Gratitude is the belief and the thinking in all of the good things that are happening to you. One of the practices that are that is very heavy in my world is practicing gratitude daily. If you don't practice gratitude daily right now, I want you to start, take out a journal and write down 10 things that you are grateful for that have happened in the last 24 hours. And it has to be in the last 24 hours and it has to be specific. You can't just say, I'm thankful for my spouse. You need to say, I'm thankful that my spouse took time out of their day to pick up the kids or to pick me up lunch. I am thankful for the person in the Starbucks line who bought my drink. I'm thankful for a really good conversation with my friend that I haven't gotten to talk to in a really long time. It's something that happened in the last 24 hours. And when you focus on gratitude, another reason why gratitude is really important is because you cannot be in gratitude and depression at the exact same time. Okay, So even on my hardest days, even when life is trying me, I practice my gratitude because it brings me back into a flowing state of joy and happiness. It changes my outlook on the world by practicing gratitude very regularly. On my gratitude list are the people in my life, the people who help me be me, my best friends, uh, my family, 
the, the conversations I get to have, the laughs I get to have, because y'all know I love a good laugh. I love a good meme and I love a good TikTok. Okay. And so those often are put on my gratitude list, which is essentially my joy list, because anything that can raise my vibration back into joy, I am just so very thankful for. I love a laugh. I love a good cry, but I love a laugh more. So I think when people are asking, are you happy? It's really, are you filled with joy? Are you practicing gratitude? Um, How is your environment? Are you talking good to yourself? Because you remember your subconscious really controls the lens in which you experience your environment. And so to answer the questions that my best friend asked me last week, am I happy? Yes. I can honestly say that at this point in my life, I am happy. In my world, I have a great support system. I have uh, friends who love me and support me along with family who love and support me. I have kids that make me laugh every day and challenge me every day and make me a stronger person every day. I have, again, TikTok and memes that make me laugh. I get to help people experience joy and see the world in a different way. I am truly happy. Now, does that mean that I'm happy 24-7? No. Does that mean that um, everything is sunshine and rainbows every day? No. In fact, right now I'm going through an interesting season of life in which I'm learning more about myself. I'm learning more about others around me and I'm in a stage of growth. And sometimes growth is uncomfortable. And like, just like when we were growing up and we'd go through a growth spurts and maybe our joints would hurt. I don't know if any of you were like me who shot up to, to the height you are now in fifth grade, but I grew fast. And so it was painful. And I like to tell the people that work with me or in my environment that when you're working on yourself, when you're working on your mindset, when you're working on your emotional competency, it hurts. Uh, and, uh, you get exposed to different layers of yourself, uh, different layers of stories that you've been told, different layers of generational trauma, different layers of the people around you. And so growing hurts but it's so very important and it's so very beautiful. So am I happy? Yes. Am I filled with joy? Always. I am always filled with joy. Even when I'm talking to my friends who maybe are more negative or having a harder time, I work really hard to be filled with joy for them so that they can feel that joy. They can attract that joy and it can make a difference in their lives. Am I filled with gratitude? Always. I am so very thankful for the life that I live, the experiences that I get, I get to have, the people that I am around regularly. This life is so very beautiful and I don't take it for granted anymore. And I don't take advantage of it anymore, even during the hard times. So with this, I want you to sit and think about You know, what is your environment like? What are your circumstances like right now? What is your subconscious or the thoughts in your head telling you about the experiences you're having right now? Are you filled with joy? What's bringing you joy today? I love asking that question to people because they kind of think, huh, well, because somehow, and not somehow, but we, you know, I've kind of described Brene 
described really, really well and, and showed us that are you happy is a harder question than what's bringing you joy. When we can look at what's bringing us joy, I feel like people can rattle off regularly over and over and over again, what's bringing them joy and gratitude. I want you to think about, and I really want you to put into place the 10 things you're grateful for every day. I have clients who do it in the morning. I have clients who do it at night. I have clients who do both. Do what works best for you. I find starting my day off in a level of gratitude makes my day better. And so in the morning, I write gratitude for all of the things that happened the day before or up until I woke up that morning. I want you to try that. See how it changes your vibration. See how it changes how your day goes. I always find that on the days that I miss my gratitude practice, which sometimes it happens, okay? I'm a mom, small kids, and sometimes the mornings just don't play out as they should, right? We've all been there. We are only hashtag human. So sometimes I miss it. And the days that I miss working on my gratitude, I, the days are different. They feel different. Also, if you are grateful for somebody, I want you and I challenge you to tell them, thank them. You know, one of the things that I love about my people is that, and I love about, you know, the abundant universe that we live in is that when I'm having a hard time, they always show up always. They, without them knowing I'm having a hard time, send me a text message telling me how proud they are of me, that I can do hard things. See, if you have not listened to episode three on affirmations, go back, create your affirmations, and then tell your people what your affirmations are. Because I believe in an abundant universe and a universe that supports us always. I have told all of my people what my affirmations are, partially because I want them to use them themselves, but also because they repeat them back to me when I'm having a hard time. They don't even know I'm having a hard time, but the universe is like, hey, send them a message. It happened to me yesterday. One of my very good friends sent me a message saying, you can do hard things. I'm so proud of you, which was so very appropriate at the end of a very long day with a sick kid and as I was working. But my people regularly text me, thank you, or tell me that I'm wonderful, or speak my affirmations back to me. And it's something I do regularly as well. If I'm writing out my my gratitude, I will throughout the day go back to the people I'm thankful for and send them messages. Say that I'm proud of them. Tell them thank you for existing in this world. Um, that how much I appreciate that they exist those joy-filled moments, they fill me up because I am so very grateful for the people in my life, but it also is a gigantic surprise for the people on the other end. And very rarely are they mad at me because I sent the message. So it works for you. It works for them. Spread gratitude like glitter. Spread joy like glitter and bring it back into your life. Okay. I want you to understand it's not a privilege. It's your God-given right to be happy, joyful, and grateful. You just have to understand and believe that you are capable to have those things and accept that you are capable to have those things in your life, no matter what. It does not matter if you messed up. It does not matter if 
you misspoke. It does not matter if you had a hard day or you lost money or X, Y, Z. It does not matter. Happiness, gratitude, and joy are available to you as readily as negativity, hard times, things of that nature. One of my favorite quotes ever is, misery loves company. The Tamika version is, misery loves company, but so does joy, and she throws much better parties. So, welcome to my joy party. Use these techniques and see how it changes your life. Go out and spread joy like glitter. Have a great day.